TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Remember the pretend Hulk Hogan who promised to fight for West Virginia? He's not pretending anymore. He's still a pretend Hulk Hogan, but this time he's stepping into the ring of politics for real. With a pretend proven record of integrity, dedication, and muscle spasms because of low potassium, pretend Hulk Hogan has what it takes to make a real difference in this state. Join the campaign for a stronger West Virginia. Vote for pretend Hulk Hogan for Senate. If he loses, he'll hang up his tights. And it's cold in here, so don't judge him. Train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, be true to yourself, true to your country, be a real American. Thanks for with pretend money for pretend Hulk Hogan. My ship was leaking, no danger, I said. Can use my compass instead. You know what? That's not really my favorite bit of the year. I would say of all the ones that we're playing in this show, that one was the one that barely made it. So this is Wiggins America. We're playing the best of the bits and the skits from throughout the year. we got a whole bunch more in this hour. And if you're just tuning in right now, get the podcast if you want to hear everything we've done this year. I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff. Uh, that one, I would say, like barely made the cut. That was when we were, I don't know what it was on the Annie Fry show. We were talking about Hulk Hogan, and I was doing a Hulk Hogan voice. And then she's like, oh, do an a, a, a ad for West Virginia Senate as Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, well, I can't really do Hulk Hogan. I'll do pretend Hulk Hogan. So that's, that's the origin of that one. So what I have for you here <clears throat> is an interview that Trump did with Just the News' John Solomon. Uh, it's interesting. You can see the people that he has relationships with that he turns up with. I, man, I'd love to be that guy. <laughs> We're not national, uh, so I doubt Trump would really put us on his radar. But uh, I'd love to be the John Solomon of St. Louis where you just can kind of say, hey, Trump, let's do an interview. I need uh, to pull some ratings. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, that's what John Solomon does on Just the News. <clears throat> um, 
he did a wide-ranging interview, and I don't know if that was his intent or if that's just what Trump did. Um, but he asked a question, and and really the the thing that's making news out of this, if at all, because mostly what they try to do is cover up Trump speaking, because then you're hearing directly from him, and they don't want that. They, well, they want to shape the narrative about him, and they can't do that if you're hearing from him, which is why he has done all the rallies and everything. And why he does that is because he goes around the media. If you watch it, of course, because a lot of people are not. You just are voting based on records at this point, which is also fine. But he addresses some of the stuff going on in the Middle East and and really explains his entire philosophy toward foreign policy in about two minutes. I think I want to play the whole thing here. It's it's an entire answer. So this is coming in just after John Solomon asked a question about Israel and Hamas and, and some of the foreign policy stuff. Well, he answers that by talking about oil, and then he goes on to talk about a whole lot of things, many countries, how Joe Biden is failing, why he thinks he's failing, and he's spot on. And then he comes right back around to answering his question again at the end. I'm going to play the whole thing. Here you go. Don't buy oil. If you buy oil, one barrel of oil, you buy any oil, we're not going to do business with you, and we're going to put tariffs on all your products that do get through. We're not going to do business. Anything gets through, we put 100% tariff on. I told them, nobody, very few people were buying, and it was very small amounts, and they were down to almost a trickle. They were down to nothing. They were broke. They didn't have money for Hamas. They didn't have money for Hezbollah, and this would have never happened. It also wouldn't have happened because they knew the consequences would have been much different than what you're seeing right now. So last night, a young soldier was killed, U.S., and the two were very, very badly hurt. And nobody even talks about it. It's not even believable. They have 129 attacks or something like that on our troops in the Middle East. 129 over the last few weeks. And we don't even do anything about it. This president is incompetent. He has no clue. And he's probably a Manchurian candidate. He's probably totally compromised. You know, he accepts money from so many countries. So maybe he accepted money from these countries. So he doesn't want to do anything about it because they know more than any accountant is going to be able to find out. But he is a Manchurian candidate. And how can he allow? So we had a soldier killed last night, two horrifically wounded. And that's going to be just the beginning of it. It's uh, They don't respect him, and they just are doing whatever they want to do. But now Iran, if you look at it, now Iran has $200 billion that they made on oil, not to mention the $6 billion. As you know, they made $6 billion on the hostage deal, and they also made $10 billion on electricity to Iraq, $10 billion. But that's not even the big number. The big number is what they're making on the oil. Because all of these countries that weren't buying when I was president, they wouldn't have bought. There's no way they would have bought. And and they were literally down to being broke. They were broke. They had no money. In fact, there were a lot of big stories around that time, three, four years ago, that uh, these groups, these terror groups were breaking up because there was no money coming out of Iran. Yeah. Wouldn't have happened. The dude is dead on. And I don't understand why this is so hard. You know, we talk about how easy it would be for any president, a Democrat or a Republican, to take office and just open up oil production and how much that would benefit the economy and how that would benefit their own presidency, let alone the country that they run. And, you know, it might not bring inflation back down at this point. We're, we're too deep into it. But if, if you had done that early on, 
It would have certainly helped with transportation. It would have helped with a lot of things and foreign policy. That's what Trump addresses here. He's saying that he used oil and will again, if he's elected president, use oil to put the boot on the neck of a lot of countries. He was he was using it to say, if you buy from these countries, we will not do business with you. Well, most of those countries then would never do business with Iran, especially, uh, or the terror organizations in the Middle East, most of them funded by Iran. They, everybody knows that. Uh, the Biden administration knows that. They are a, a gross mixture of incompetence and, I think, deliberate destruction. Uh, their domestic f- policy is to destroy our country from within. Uh, even if they think they're doing good, that's the ultimate goal. You, you don't leave the border open. You don't encourage crime in the way that Democrats do without attempting to basically overthrow a system, which is what they're trying to do. Trump uh, is, for all of his lack of eloquence, you know, they say speaking at a fifth grade level. When I was in journalism school, maybe this isn't common knowledge, so I'll explain. When I was in journalism school, they said you write articles at about a fifth to sixth grade level because the majority of Americans won't be belittled by that. If you write below that, then you feel like you're writing, you know, you're reading a preschool paper. But if you read, if you write at that level, most Americans can comprehend it because many Americans don't read at a really high level anyway. So you're hitting kind of the, the common denominator. That's where Trump speaks. And it's like he does it naturally. He was never taught to do that. He just speaks at that fifth to sixth grade level to where everybody gets exactly what he's saying. That's really tough to do and be a good communicator because you're taught as a good communicator to kind of raise the bar and he just doesn't do that. But his policies are so effective. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to use leverage in a way that most politicians don't. Business people do and politicians don't, and that's one of the reasons he's so good at it. And he, his foreign policy was freaking fantastic. And it's hard to not give him credit for it. I think that's one of those things in years to come, whether he's elected again or not. Eventually, people, maybe within a decade or two, they'll look back and go, man, that guy had a great handle on foreign policy and economy. But they can't do it right now because there's still power dynamics involved. The other thing that came from that interview, by the way, that I just wanted to point out, is that they John Solomon asked him about Nikki Haley rumors for VP. And he says two things in there. He says, one, no, she's not on my list. And you're like, oh, okay, well, that, that dispels that rumor. And then he says, but that's because there is no list. He said, I'm not really writing that list yet. I will, but I haven't yet. So it's like he said, no, she's not, and then, oh, wait, she could be. (laughs) So I really don't know. I'm surprised by that. I thought that he would have just went ahead and slam dunk said no to that question if it was a no-no. But apparently it's not a no-no. It's a no-not-yet. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Interesting stuff. All right. This is the best of the skits and bits, and we have a whole bunch more this hour. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Again, if you can't listen to the whole thing, get the podcast. This is one worth getting. This is Wiggins America. And here's tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on this stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that. No one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. It's the best of the bits here on Wiggins America. That one was from, I think it was the second GOP debate where Chris Christie looked in the camera and addressed Donald Trump and then came out with that zinger. You're not Donald Trump. You're Donald Duck. (laughs) It was a sick burn. Yeah, it was. And so we did several pieces with that. I think that was in October uh, that was one where it makes Chris Christie sound drunk, like he's just <laughs> nailing the jokes. I got jokes coming out of every orifice. Uh, I got another one of those that I'll play at the end of this segment where it makes Chris Christie sound like he is in a sitcom explaining that joke. <laughs> um, with you guys, though, Trisha and old Roy here, uh, let's do some quandaries. All right, I've got some here that I, I honestly looked through so long ago that I can't remember whether I've said them to you already or not. But if I have, this is a recap show anyway. Just pretend you haven't heard them and sound like a genius. Great. I can do that. Sounds good. Okay. Here is the first one. Paul's height is six feet. He's an assistant at a butcher's shop and wears size nine shoes. What does he weigh? I got this one pretty quick. I can tell you. I remember that getting this one. Because I'm like, oh, it's a trick question. They all are. Oh, he weighs meat. Ah, there she goes. She always nails them. She's good at these. I know. Thanks, guys. You know what? She gave me this list, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wrote every one of them. I made them all up. Sometimes I pretend to act stumped. What are, what are the odds? I know. Yeah. All right, next one. The person who makes it has no need for it. The person who purchases it does not use it. And the person who does use it does not know he or she is using it. What is it? This one's really hard. So I'm not expecting to get this quick. Once again, yeah, one more once time. again, the person who makes it has no need for it. The person who purchases it does not use it. And the person who does use it does not know he or she is using it. What is it? 
I think you've just described almost everything in a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> that's is that's that my answer? thing. That's my thing is I'm I'm going through every possible product and coming up with answers and I'm like, well, you could kind of apply it's, that. These are usually like nothing or everything or wealth or those kind of things. Yeah. One more time. That's a good. You're, you're in. Am I going down the right track here? I would say generally you are, but this is a particular thing. Okay. It's and it's not like. Colgate, you know, I mean, it's it's something that has no brand to it or anything. You okay. can't buy it in a store. Okay, I'll give you that clue. Mm. The person, but it is an object, and it, and it is true that you do have to buy one unless you're the person making it, because it says the person who makes it has no need for it. Mm-hmm. The person who purchases it does not use it, and the person who does use it does not know he or she is using it. I got a question. The person who makes it has no need for it at that moment. They would later. Mm. There's a clue for you. I don't know. Not helping. Yeah. This one's really hard. I'll just tell you because I don't think anybody's going to get there. It's a coffin. Oh. Person who makes it has no need for it. Person who purchases it does not use it. Person who does use it does not know he or she is using yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know it's one. It's okay, that, that, those are the kind you hate because at the end you go, oh, but yeah. you just would not have gotten there. No, uh, darn it. All right, you're escaping a maze. Mm-hmm. I like this one. This one was the one I thought maybe I had said this before. You're escaping a maze, and there are three doors in front of you. The door on the left leads to a pit of lava, so you can see what's in these doors. Mm. It's not as if you got to like surprise. The door on the left leads to a pit of lava. The door in the center leads to a room filled with deadly gas. The door on the right leads to a lion that hasn't eaten in three months. Which door do you choose? I know the answer. Roy, go, go, go ahead. For, no, do you want, go a, for do you want a minute? I, well, I want Roy to at least choose yeah. before, if you I know w- it. I do know it. I would say the, the door you came in. Are you going back into the maze? Yeah. That's, a, that's not a bad answer. And try to find your way back out of the maze. <laughs> or find another set of doors with better choices. Well, I think, a, <laughs> I think that's a good answer. I'll add this to the question then. The door behind you is locked. Ah, oh, darn it. Or the maze is full of full of bees. <laughs> you can go back, but you're going to get stung. Uh-huh. <laughs> go back if you want, Roy. <laughs> uh, okay, you got to pick one? You got to pick one. And it's the lava door. The deadly gas room door, which is kind of like this studio, or mm. the one on the right, which has a lion that has eaten in three months. I'd take the deadly gas. Why? Because it'd be painless. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought the same thing when I read this, that that, so I, I don't know if I can get around the lion I can't get through the lava, but I might be able to hold my breath long enough to get through the room with deadly gas to get to the other side if it's just a door. Mm-hmm. So that's actually what I chose, but yeah. it's not the correct answer. I bet you have it. I do. It's the lion. It hasn't eaten in three months, so it's probably not alive. That is the correct answer. That is the correct answer, Roy. That lion was so hungry that it's not going to get you anymore. Yeah, the no. lion hasn't eaten in three months. Right, that lion. lion's dead. Yeah, the lion gone. <laughs> so you're going to go in that room. Walk around that lion. Well, you better hope.
if he's just emaciated and mad. Oh, I mean, if that lion's not dead, that lion is some sort of evil beast that can survive without food. Mm-hmm. And it mm. is not of this world. So, yes, you're right. Then you should have chose the gas or the bees. Yes, I like holding my breath you, and running through the deadly gas. What if you had pretzels in your pocket? Could you feed the lion the pretzels? I wouldn't know anything about that. I've been told that that hurts their abdominal muscles or something Mm. and blocks their bowels by Tricia. It's dangerous. Last one. And this is more of the theoretical ones. The people of Athens have kept the ship of Thesis in good repair, replacing its parts as it decayed. Eventually, not a single part of the original ship is left. Is this ship still the ship of Thesis? You could apply any name to it. Basically, you got an item, which in this case is a ship. It was originally called the Thesis, but in keeping up with it, you've eventually replaced every single piece of that boat. Is it still the Thesis? Is there a, a right and wrong answer? Or is no, this there just is no opinion? right or wrong. This is just a theoretical question. <clears throat> Well, I mean, if it if it represents the the sh- if they've got one ship, and that's the thesis, and that whatever I mean, you can change the structure of it, but it's still the same thing. I think yes, because I think it's the evolution of the thesis. I think it still remains the the thing because mm-hmm. not it's not like they blew out all the parts and made a new ship. Like it like slowly morphed into this, just like anything grows and changes. I agree uh, with both of your assessments. The way I would put it is, it took time for that ship to become a completely new ship. At any point along the way, did you call that ship the thesis? Because if you did then you're still calling the same name to the new parts. So mm-hmm. it's not as if you just called it that at the very beginning and now replaced everything and now you got to decide what it's called now. I agree. I don't think that this is that hard, but this is an ancient Greek philosophy question. These are the ones I like because they don't necessarily have a hard answer. I think we're smarter than the Greek philosophers. <clears throat> I think so. I think so too. Look at Pretty us. obvious. Look at us go. So it's the recap episode, end of the year here. I played at the beginning the Chris... Christie version of his slam on Donald Trump, Donald Duck in the drunk version. This is the sitcom version. All right, kind of a weird segment here because while these are bits and skits, they need the setup uh, because both of these took place on the Annie Fry show this year. Both of them involve Hannah and Brad and I and Annie. Usually Annie's pretty out of out of, like we come in cold and she doesn't know what's happening that's kind of the best way that we figured out how to do these things and so that's what both of these are uh, I'm gonna play them both for you with the context with the setup so that you know what they both are but just to give you an idea of what's coming ahead here in this segment one of them is a rap battle that Hannah and I did and I can't remember exactly why we decided to do that I think maybe it's in this clip here but it, it's it's a fiscal responsibility rap that I had made, I, I think, just on a whim in the middle of a show. And then we did it live, both of us, and we kind of like decided who did it better. So that's the first one. The second one is based on this long story. It's, it's Annie Fry show lore now that one day during a pre-show, Annie looked out the window 
near her chair. And we have a nice park that we look into. Well, that nice park is taken over by a lot of weird things because we're in downtown St. Louis. They're not quite full homeless parks yet, although they're getting more and more like that. But she looked out the window, and there was a dude leaned up on a tree just taking a huge dump and didn't really care that it was in the middle of the public. Like, you know, you could do that maybe in a little more private space. This was way out in the open for anybody to see, obviously. Big buildings next door. Lots of people can see you taking a dump. Didn't care. So we have talked about that for a long, long time now. Uh, It's one of the greatest gifts of comedy that I've ever been given, I think. And we did a whole segment based on what a CD would sound like if it was all about guy pooping in the park. So both of those segments, I kind of whittled down to just the bit part and the setup. We'll play them for you now. Wow. Wiggins America. Okay. Uh, The way that this happened was in the first segment of this hour, everybody was talking about Stephen Moore and how great he is at fiscal policy. And, but you guys said, you know what, we need to reach the younger generation with solid fiscal policy. And the way to do that is obviously through the hip hop. So, and we surveyed the company here and we thought, who better to do that than us? Than not, yeah. <laughs> right. And there's a lot of people here who don't have the resume for that, but we do. No. Uh, the Lou, St. Louis, uh, it was 96.3 The Lou. Yep. Hot 104.1. They're like, we're not touching that. Yeah. 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 And we did talk to them and they said no. They wouldn't they wouldn't So uh applied. trickle down economics would imply that then it came to me. Yeah. <laughs> and although once they hear this, they might go, It's our patriotic duty to never let them do that again. Yeah. They might. We don't know. Yeah. Because I think this is pretty great. But really it's gonna rest on Hannah. So what I have here is a beat that I've brought. It's a, it's a it's a legit song. I've not heard this beat now you, either. This Let is me all put fresh. Put that out there. It's all fresh. Yeah. And <laughs> in that segment, while Matt Whitaker was talking, I typed up some lyrics. We I just came gave up you with sheet. this idea less than thirty minutes ago. Yes. And we come up with a lot of ideas on the show, Ryan. Thirty minute turnarounds, but good. Pretty phenomenal. Good even for you. Yeah. Pretty I'm phenomenal. Impressed. Is what you're saying. So, uh, so, so I'm gonna play the song, and we're just gonna go through it. You're gonna, you're, you got the lyrics in front of you. Haven't even really read them, but no. okay. Now, if you do this exactly right, it will end on the last beat. You will hit the word peace. That's a, that's a lot of pressure. But if I you don't, don't know. okay, here we go. Okay, you ready? We're just gonna do <laughs> no, it. No, I'm not. But let's go. There's a little bit of a, and then boom, you gotta so start right on that beat. If these words suck, Ryan wrote them. Yes. If they're mm-hmm. awesome. Ryan wrote, wrote them. Ryan wrote them. No. <laughs> this Kay. is all you, Wiggins. All right. I just got handed. Let's go. Three, two, one. Yo, listen, this is Hannah G. I'm here to talk about fiscal policy. You might think that's lame. Well, you should see your face talking about that money. Come and get a taste. You want to go and dance? You want to buy some snacks? Well, you're going to need that money. Don't <laughs> don't trust leftist super PACs. They will try to tell you it's not the government's fault, but that will make you poor. So try and get involved. I'm Hannah G, and I'm not about that vanity. I'm here to bring Gen Z some monetary sanity. You might think I'm glam just because I'm young, but you're going to feel that slam. My muscle's 21. Peace. <laughs> Man, that's great. That was good, You almost Ryan. hit it. That was awesome. You almost, almost. hit it. Almost. Can you do it better? Uh, I don't know. You want to try? Yeah, we should try. And you're going to be Hannah G. I've got the sheet, too. Oh. <laughs> All right. He's. It's a rap battle. It is. All right, here we go. You got the music. 
Yo, listen, this is Hannah G. I'm here to talk about fiscal policy. You might think that's lame. Well, you should see your face. Talking about that money, come and get a taste. You gonna go and dance? You wanna buy some snacks? Well, you gonna need that money. Don't trust leftist super PACs. They will try to tell you it's not the government's fault, but that will make you poorer, so try to get involved. I'm Hannah G. I'm not about that vanity. I'm here to bring Gen C some monetary sanity. You might think I'm glam just because I'm young. You're going to feel that slam. My muscle's 21. Peace. Good, I want to point out that I did not ever hear that beat before I went, so I no. had no idea what I was going with. That was impressive. That was good. It's smooth sailing with the highly successful sound of wonderful Wiggins America. Annie had opened the window. No, it's always open. I closed the shade. You were going to close the shade. I walk over to the window behind me every day and close the shade so that the lighting in here is lovely. And I went to close the shade. And in doing so, you <laughs> looked out the window. Yes, naturally. And in it, was that, it was a beautiful day. As, as today is. The sun was out. The moon was out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad moon. She means butt. <laughs> she, in that... In that Three seconds that you have before you close the blind, she just so happened to look out at that moment, and the camera caught all this, and saw a man. The camera caught me. Not, not yeah, not, not what you were seeing. Not the offender. Caught us respond like seeing this. Annie goes, "Oh my gosh, a guy's pooping in the park," <laughs> <laughs> and we. Ryan and I'm like, oh my gosh! Sprinted. I gotta see that. It was the best day of Ryan's life. So I'm like, this is material for weeks, and it's true because I'm still talking about it. It's a week later, and so I run over there as hey, as does everybody else. Not as fast as you. No, no, no you, don't you, get you were the farthest me. away, and you were the first one. Yeah, over you there. pushed. Don't me. kid, no. And don't you pushed kid Hannah yourself. down into the ground. That's yeah, she <laughs> fell over, and he stepped on her yeah, face. My knee is true. still scraped up. Her face went right into an anthill. <laughs> and I stepped on her face. I was uh, I was in the car a couple nights ago, and I just start singing songs about guy pooping in the park. <laughs> and, and I was like, yeah, this is funny. And then I thought, you know what I could do is make a bit out of this. So what I have done is um, what we've, we've put together here, a compilation CD, just like hits from the 70s. About guy oh. pooping in the park. And I'm giving Brad and Hannah. If this is the best scripts. thing the show has ever done, I have nothing to do with it. Same if it's and the worst. And if it's the worst, which it will be. Oh my gosh. That's a full script. Now, this is, the, they're getting it cold. What are we reading this? Yeah, yeah wrong? You're, you're just, re just to be clear, I'm B. You're B. Hannah, you are H. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start this. When I say go, you start the script. And it will, the commercial for the CD will begin. I always end up being the person to read everything cold. I'm, hey, I'm reading it hey, cold too. Yeah, I'm the only one that even knows anything about this right now. All right, go. ready? Go. Oh, hi, Hannah. Hi, Brad. What are you doing? I'm listening to the great new CD, Hits from the AFS Pre Show. Oh, yeah? What's that all about? It's a series of songs written about a guy we all saw taking a dump in the park one week ago today. Right before we went on the air at noon. I'd love to know what was on that CD. Sure. It's got great hits like artists from Bruce Springsteen. These runs of fire. Even if we're just moving in the park. 
Okay, now you pick it back up. Wow, that's Bruce Springsteen? Yes. Freaking fired. Amazing. But Gen Z saw the guy pooping in the park, too. Does it have anything for the younger generation? Sure, check out this sweet track from New Kids on the Block. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, the brown stuff by New Kids is one of my favorites, but it can't be all hit artists like Springsteen and New Kids. Is there any 90s country? Oh, you bet. <laughs> he could go by the river waiting till the moonlight can stay. He's moving in broad daylight. He's putting on a show. Oh, this is during my song, not this version. <laughs> Wow, these really are the best so songs ever written about a person defecating in public. <laughs> this CD's got to cost a million dollars. Yes, but it's not just one CD, it's two. Of course it's two. Two CDs from popular artists about human excretions? That's right, Hannah. Here's one from Bon Jovi. <laughs> that wasn't a fart, but it's too late. Buddy, you give downtown a bad stain. Bon Jovi's That Wasn't a Fart is such a popular song with my friends. I figured. (laughs) I'm not even sure I've ever been more excited in my life. Order your CD today. Here's Annie's phone number. Hey! Hey! The end. I'm going to give you Stewie's phone number. (laughs) That was good. There we go. That was... (laughs) How did you feel recording all those? Uh, uh, what are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it was the best part oh, of this day. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> but it, you know, you just got to do things for the job sometimes. And now, a Christmas exclusive. Submitted for your approval. Please enjoy a song called Santa Baby. But the requests don't make any sense. Boom, 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 boom. Santa baby, I want a yacht and really that's not for me. I'll wait up for you, dear Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Santa baby, just slip a sable under the thing, light blue, to a platinum phone, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. Think of all my Christmas tree. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed Next year I could believe in you If you check off, believe in me Santa baby forgot to mention one little thing The deed I don't mean on the phone, Santa baby, so hurry down the chimney tonight. That was Santa baby.
if the requests don't make any sense. If she was a little drunk is kind of the way I looked at it. It was a weird piece because uh, I thought the concept was really funny. And then when I was putting it together, I'm like, this actually works. Works a little too well. If you're not paying close attention, you start to go, what is happening? (laughs) That's why the intro was so important. Anyway, this is Wiggins America. This is the very end of the show. If you're just tuning in again, I will remind you to get the podcast for this show, especially because this is the best of the bits and skits. That Santa baby skit, bit, whatever, was one of the last ones we produced this year. And then at the very end of this segment, we have the very last one that I've produced this year. It's called Put a Rollo on it, if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, Before we get there, though, I do want to point out the Festivus report from Rand Paul. I love that he does this. I think he even acknowledges, though, that most of the spending of the government is not frivolous stuff. It's entitlements. It's things like education spending. It's a lot of health care. It's a lot of social security. It's a lot of social safety net spending that's just locked in that you really can't do anything about when you're in the legislature unless you had the entire Congress and president agreeing on something, which never happens, especially on entitlements, man. That is going to be the the hardest thing to reform because even if you do solid reform to it, People are just there to make political gains and point at you and go, you're trying to destroy this thing. Even if you're not, you're trying to save it. Anyway, Rand Paul, he points out a few things, um, one of which is that the U.S. Agency for International Development spent $6 million to promote tourism to Egypt. Now, look, that's not a huge amount, $6 million in the grand scheme of things. But why the hell are we promoting tourism to Egypt at all, let alone spending money on it? Uh, the Defense Department spent over $8,000 on a lobster tank. That's nice. Better be a really nice lobster tank. The Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases spent almost half a million dollars to dis- to study HIV in transgender monkeys. Uh, the Small Business Administration and COVID relief to major music acts found that over $200 million had gone to major artists like Post Malone, Chris Brown, and Smashing Pumpkins, to name a few, to supplement their loss of touring, which on paper sounds great. That's the thing a lot about this stuff. He, he did a lot of COVID stuff, and a lot of it sounds really good on paper. And then once you start figuring out that, oh, this is just going to major artists, and like the little guy in the coffee shop's not supplementing. He wasn't making anything anyway. So there's there's your tax money well spent um, this year alone. That was just this year. That's still COVID money this year. Anyway, let's get to our last bit slash skit of the year. If you still have any holiday parties coming up, New Year's Eve, maybe this one. out to a Christmas party and you don't know what to bring, remember this simple advice. Put a Rolo on it. Take anything you've got and put a Rolo on it for the easiest dessert imaginable. A pretzel? Put a Rolo on it. A cornflake? Put a Rolo on it. What about a chip? Put a Rolo on it. 
Toast, maybe? Put a Rolo on it. A Rolo is a dessert by itself. That's what's so great about put a Rolo on it. You're not really doing that much. But you do have to unwrap each individual Rolo. That's not that hard. So I could just unwrap Rolos and put them on a platter? That's technically putting them on something. Yes! Now, if you want to get really fancy, then put an M&M on the Rolo. That's brilliant. Yes, it is, because it's just candy. But you still get credit for making something. So take my advice and put a Rolo on it. Get more at 971talk.com. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 